0: Today is May 14th, 2021, In our first story, the CDC has announced that if you're fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. And many Democrats and Democrat activists are saying actually they're going to keep wearing their masks because they're scared people will see them as conservatives, which is a really weird virtue signal. Our next story just follows the update because I record these in a separate order. So it may be a bit redundant and I apologize for that. But this one goes into some states that are defying the CDC guidelines. And our last story, Disney gets woke and goes broke reporting a $600 million loss following some controversies about woke anti-racism training and maybe a little backpedaling. Before we get started, leave us a good review. If you like the show, give us five stars. And if you really like the show, share it with your friends. Now, let's get into that first story. By now, I'm sure you've heard the good news. The CDC has updated its mask guidelines. And if you are fully vaccinated, you do not need to wear a mask in most settings. There are some exceptions and private businesses can still ban you because they're private businesses. But hey, good news across the board, right? Apparently not, because we are seeing a weird phenomenon now where some Democrats are saying they won't take their masks off. Some are saying they're scared people will think they're conservatives. Others are complaining there's no way to know who is vaccinated and who isn't. And it's resulting in anger and conflict. In this story, Eric Swalwell, Democrat, gets in the face of a Republican staffer, a staffer for Marjorie Taylor Greene, because the staffer said you don't have to wear a mask anymore, and Swalwell was, and then yelled at him, don't tell me what to effing do, which is just weird. Then he goes on Twitter and says, don't bully people who are wearing masks, and this whole thing is just downright weird to me. The other day, I referenced a Matt Taibbi article where the opening paragraph said that you've got one side claiming science is doctrine, be all, end all, and the other side saying I don't trust the other side. And it's just downright confusing and tribalist. OK, there are a lot of Trump supporters and conservatives who are saying like they'll never wear a mask. And my attitude's always been like, I don't think it's that big of a deal like stores make me wear a shirt. I don't mind putting a mask on. It's not that big of a deal. I mind my own business otherwise and keep to myself, go shopping, and then I'll go home. But you've got people on the left there now saying they, they, I guess they want a signal, they want a virtue signal to their tribe that they're part of the tribe. And they're scared that people will think they're conservatives or something instead of just minding your own business and doing what the CDC recommends. Look, If I see a Democrat walking around and they're wearing a mask, I don't care. If I see a conservative walking around and they're not wearing a mask, I honestly don't care. But this shows the whole fight is more about tribalism than anything else, because I think regular people, for the most part, are just minding their business and going, okay. I show up to a store and the sign says, wear a mask. I go, okay. I show up to a store and there's no sign. I whatever. Now it's weird. It really is weird because you've got Rachel Maddow. Going, going on her show and saying, "I'm gonna have to figure out how to rewire my brain." What are you talking about? You're not wearing a mask on your show. We had SNL with Elon Musk. Remember this? Elon Musk and all of the all of the the SNL cast cast members are not wearing any masks. And then the show ends and they're all wearing masks. Y'all, y'all are confusing to regular people. So I, I put it this way: Here's the CDC guidelines. You can follow them if you'd like. Joe Biden told people to get vaccinated or keep wearing a mask. Well. Follow your local regulations in your states. If they have mask mandates, just follow whatever local ordinances are available. And when it comes to the vaccine, talk to your doctor. I really do think all of these stories show just how insane the political sphere is. Democrats now ignoring CDC guidelines and blue states ignore. I'm confused by the whole thing. But let me no longer waste words. Let me show you this story. Talk about what happened and show you many of the tweets from these people who are saying that they're going to keep wearing masks now, even though the CDC says you don't have to. Okay, whatever. Before we get started, head over to TimCast.com and become a member by clicking the Members Only button. You can sign up with Stripe or PayPal, then go to the Members area and get access to exclusive Members Only segments. We set this website up so we can do more content, expand, but also, as you may know, Stephen Crowder just got a second hard strike. The purge is very real, and it's possible they ban my channel at some point. It's possible that I get in trouble for talking about masks like this, because you never know why they're going to ban somebody. Steven Crowder got a strike because he talked about CDC guidelines, and that's what I'm doing right now. If you like my work, now more than ever, you should become a member to help support the work that I'm doing so I can expand, we can do more. And in the event that I get banned, this is where you'll find my content. But don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this channel, and really share it. Take the link, post it places, because that's the biggest thing you can do. Greatly appreciated. Let's just read the story now and get into the news. SF Gate says, "Quote, don't tell me what to effing do." Eric Swalwell, Marjorie Taylor Green staffer tussle over masks. They say fresh off a report that Georgia Rep Marjorie Taylor Green aggressively confronted Ocasio-Cortez. It seems one of her staffers got into it with Bay Area Rep Eric Swalwell. On Friday morning, The Hills Scott Wong reported that Swalwell and Green spokesperson Nick Dyer got into a verbal altercation over the use of masks following the Thursday CDC guidance that vaccinated individuals do not need to cover their faces. Biden says you can take off your mask, Dyer reportedly told Swalwell, to which the congressman replied, you don't tell me what to effing do. Swalwell later confirmed the altercation happened and that he cussed out Dyer. He tweeted, I had a mask on as I stepped off the floor. An aide with Marjorie Taylor Greene yelled at me to take my mask off. No one should be bullied for wearing a mask. So I told the bully what I thought of his order. Predictably, he went speechless. I regret I wasn't more explicit. Eric Swalwell is lying because a reporter was there and the staffer said, you don't, uh, Biden says you can take your mask off. That's what the reporter who was there said. Swalwell now acting like he was being bullied. No, Swalwell's just like kind of a nasty dude. Remember that one time he farted on camera? Despite the new CDC guidance, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has opted not to lift the House mass mandate, citing the fact that it's unclear how many lawmakers have been vaccinated. Republicans have criticized Pelosi's decision, noting that per CDC guidelines, the unvaccinated pose little risk to those who have been vaccinated. As I covered in an earlier segment, Bill Maher recently tested positive for COVID, but he's fully vaccinated and he's asymptomatic. They still shut his show down. The point of the vaccine is that if you get COVID, you will not get sick. That's the point. I don't understand what Nancy Pelosi's policy is for, if that's the case, because people who are vaccinated won't get sick. I, that's what they're saying. No, I think what Nancy Pelosi is doing, it's tribal. Democrats don't want to take off their masks because they're worried people will see them as conservative. Interestingly, we, we have from Scott Wong, reporter. He said, MTG spokesman Nick Dyer told Swalwell, Biden says you can take your mask mask off. Just to reiterate real quick that Swalwell was lying. But let me show you this tweet from David Hogg. David Hogg, as most of you know, is uh, famous as as a gun control activist, tweeted, I feel the need to continue wearing my mask outside, even though I'm fully vaccinated, because the inconvenience of having to wear a mask is more than worth it to have people not think I'm a conservative and then like, you know, cringe face or whatever this face is. I don't know. He says, I feel like this is something you can especially understand if you're in a very liberal area where 99% of the people you are seeing are wearing masks. I. I don't live in whatever area he's in, I guess, so uh, I'm confused by this. I genuinely believe regular people view the culture war people as literally insane people. You look to a lot of the Trump supporters and the more conspiracy-oriented folks, and yeah, they're going to be viewed by, like, as crazy by a lot of people. I'm seeing these videos of people like putting magnets on their arms. This is so stupid. They're obviously just parlor tricks and hoaxing you. One lady put a magnet on her arm and it like sticks and then she flips it over and she puts it on her arm, but it sticks to her finger. Why? Because she probably put adhesive on one side. I don't know. I just think it's dumb to think that you're going to get a shot of mostly it's like is in the vaccine. It's not magnetic. These videos are fake, Dude. Just talk to your doctor about what's right for you and don't get your advice from TV people and people on the internet or from people like David Hogg, who's not a medical expert. Now, to be fair, he's giving his political opinion. He's allowed to do it. He doesn't want people thinking he's a conservative. You're quite literally saying that you just want to virtue signal so that everyone thinks that you're a Democrat. Me, I don't think about these things when I go out. When I go to the store, I get out of my my, my car and like I'm walking up to the Walmart and there's a sign like wear a mask and I'm like, yeah, I put a mask on. I also got to wear pants. I'm not that concerned about it. And I don't think most people are. It is kind of strange. Check this one out. From Katie S. Fang, she says, So how does one tell the difference between a fully vaccinated person and a not vaccinated person? Well, good question. You don't. It doesn't matter. I mean, The CDC is saying people who are vaccinated don't have to wear masks. I don't know what a business is going to do. A bunch of states have banned vaccine passports. So maybe you just mind your own business. If you're vaccinated, you should be fine as per CDC guidelines. I don't understand why you're making a big issue out of it. Well, here we go. Jill Filipovich says, or Filipovic, vaccine passports or QR codes now. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that's your right. But it's not your right to go to a concert, bar, restaurant, or large event. Should there be health exceptions? Yes. Should there be religious exceptions? No. Sorry. Believe what you want. Don't get vaxxed if you don't want to. But you are not actually entitled to see Celine Dion live. Well, this tweet from Jill Filipovich has earned herself a place on Suraj Hajmi's list. If you're not familiar with, familiar with the list, Suraj keeps a list of people who should have their phones taken away after they tweet stupid things. And discover why Noble Gold Investments is the only choice for smart, secure gold investments. Or call them at 877-646-5347. Again, that's 877-646-5347. Note, Jill's tweet is authoritarian, and it's backwards. The idea is... If you want to get vaccinated, talk to your doctor, figure out what makes sense and go and do it and leave people's private healthcare decisions to themselves. You you shouldn't make people carry passports. I'm not I'm not a fan of that stuff. And many states have already banned it. I think if you want to get vaccinated, you should you should talk to your doctor and you should be protected. She does make an interesting point, though, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I am a bit more libertarian. She says it is not your right to go to a concert, bar, restaurant or large event. If a private business wants you to be vaccinated, then I think it's within their right to have certain guidelines, but it is challenging, right? Because I don't know if I actually, if you can actually assert that because of the 14th amendment equality under the law, perhaps wearing a mask is fine, but in asking someone about their private details or, or to produce a medical record, that's where things get into the, into the ADA territory, the Americans with Disabilities Act. I don't think you have a right as a business to dis- to discriminate against someone based on a medical condition and then I don't think it's actually uh, the business has a right to inquire as to your medical history which could be challenging. But you got to think about this beyond the culture war right now. If we were dealing with some like uh, if, if we weren't in the vaccination phase right of this of these things. If people had like a very very seriously contagious ailment like ebola we'd probably want businesses to take this very seriously the issue is while covid is much more serious than say the flu it's not ebola and so i think there's a, 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 one of the one of the things that separates the tribes in this one is how concerned they are about getting sick or transmitting it to others. I think conservatives being typically the party of individualism and personal responsibility are like, well, you know, if I get sick, I get sick. And the left are more collectivist, which is why they're saying they don't want to take their masks off. I don't think, I don't think people are taking it as seriously as you would something like Ebola. I think if it was something like airborne Ebola, people would lock the businesses down and be absolutely in favor of these things. So this is where I don't know. This is where I think people start drawing the line in terms of policy and what businesses can and can't do. Ultimately, I'll just back off a little bit and say, I don't know, man. I think it's people's private business. I think the vaccines keep you safe and you should follow the CDC guidelines. And if you don't like living in the cities, get out of the cities. Just don't bring your bad policies. Don't bring policies from the cities to where, you, where, you know, where you're moving to. Now, let me show you some non-verified Twitter users, right? So I showed you some blue checks talking about how they don't want to be seen as conservative. But here we have just a regular Twitter user with only 15 retweets. But she said, I'd rather wear a mask for another year than risk being mistaken for a Republican. OK, I guess you're entitled to do so. We then have this tweet from another user with 229 retweets. Now, this, this individual has about 40,000 followers, but it's not verified. She says, the CDC has created a scenario in which fully vaccinated people who continue wearing their masks will be treated as unvaccinated, while unvaccinated anti-maskers will be treated like they're fully vaccinated. But why is that any of your concern? You will be fine. Your friends, your family, you will be fine. I think what we're seeing a lot of is that people are just tribalist, that they want people to know that they're a Democrat, and now they're confused because they don't know how to show that off. If they wear the mask, people will think they didn't get a vaccine and then not think they're a Democrat. If they wear the if they take the mask off, then people will not know if if they they still can't tell if they've been vaccinated. One person responded saying maybe, but their plan is transparent. The anti-vaxxers are probably anti-maskers as well. Holding out non-masking as a reward just might get them to the pharmacy. One person said, I see a win-win here. Vaccinated people will be immune to the virus, yet many infect those who refuse to get vaccinated, thus ensuring that those idiots will either have to to protect themselves by vaccination or succumb to a virus. Well, listen, that's entirely the point, right? Like, it's personal choice and responsibility. Now that the CDC guidelines are out, you can choose to do what you want to do. And if you are someone who is taking it seriously, you should be fine. Y'all need to calm down. Regular people are carrying out their lives. It ain't that big a deal. Fox News reports MSNBC's Rachel Maddow on new CDC guidelines need to rewire myself to not see unmasked people as a threat. This is the kind of stuff that freaks me out. I've never viewed masked or unmasked people as a threat. I've never freaked out. I've just taken, I've washed my hands like crazy. Don't get me wrong. Over the past year, I've been washing my hands all the time taking it seriously. Uh, I don't want to get sick. I don't want anyone else to get sick. I wear a mask when I, when, uh, you know, I go to the store. I'm out in the middle of nowhere where they, they've lifted the outdoor, uh, I believe they've lifted the outdoor mask mandates for the most part. And they've announced they're easing a bunch of other restrictions as well. Texas and Florida have already done it. So I just keep to myself and mind my own business. It's kind of crazy that pe- people actually feel this way. MSNBC says following months of criticism, the CDC announced that vaccinated people could ditch their masks. Rachel Maddow, uh, well, she has she made her statement. They say uh, they could ditch their masks while met with relief and calls like it's about time from Ted Cruz. Some liberal figures fretted, quote, I feel like I'm going to have to rewire myself so that when I see someone out in the world who's not wearing a mask, I don't instantly think you are a threat, Maddow said, or you are selfish or you are a covid denier. And you definitely haven't been vaccinated. I mean, we're going to have to rewire the way that we look at each other. I I, not not where I'm at, because like you go outside, and you see some people with masks, some people without. You go to certain shops and some people wear it and some people don't because they don't have strict mask mandates and guidelines in most of these places. And I just stick to myself and wash my hands. I think people would be wise to do that anyway. Earlier, Maddow interviewed interviewed CDC Director Rochelle Walensky about the new mask guidelines, asking her, how sure are you? Because this is a really big change. Walensky assured her the agency was sure and touted the extraordinary amount of evidence showing the efficacy of vaccines. MSNBC contributor Noah Rothman shared Maddow's clip, calling it remarkable artifact of our times. The patient's message is a good one, but I live just over the river where over half the adult population has been vaccinated for a long time. You're just now coming around to the idea that someone without a mask may be responsible, and only because a federal agency said as much. It's a really good point. The CDC has come under fire from even liberal outlets like CNN and the New York Times for its messaging and guidance on the virus, such as its misleading statistic that less than 10% of transmissions came outdoors. The true number was less than 1%. Maddow's remarks came after CBS anchor Gail King remarked Thursday that she has felt judged in New York for not wearing a mask outdoors despite being fully vaccinated. Research has shown, regardless of mask wearing, that outdoor transmission of the virus is extremely rare. Maddow's fellow host, uh, MSNBC host Joy Reid, said last month she was too scared to ditch her masks and would wear two while jogging in the park to guard against backdraft from other joggers. Now we see this from music today. They say the CDC says we can take off our masks, and they actually wrote an article explaining to people how to ease your transition back into the, quote, real world. This is nuts. All right. Experts say it's important to acknowledge your stress during this transition. It's normal to feel nervous. Once people accept this, they begin to take small steps towards reintegration with these tips. Remember, it's normal to feel stressed when being social again. Really? Really? Prioritize who to hang out with first. Designate time for self-care. No, it's okay to simply decline invitations. This is really weird to me. This is from, uh, this is updated May 10th, and it says many of us are allowed to take off our masks why some of us don't want to. This scares me. It scares me that we are in a nation of people who aren't mature enough to just take care of themselves and be responsible, and they're terrified this says to me that even, well, it says to me it's tribal that, that I've st- stated, but the CDC gave the guidelines in the first place. Most of us followed these guidelines and didn't care. A lot of people didn't want to wear masks or get vaccinated, whatever. But now the CDC is saying it's fine and people are still acting. And now the, the, the left, the Democratic faction, are in, are at odds with the CDC, which I just don't quite understand. I mean, I, I, I guess I do. It's tribalism, right? The Atlantic writes, no one actually knows if you're vaccinated. Vaccination requirements in stores, offices, and schools can offer peace of mind, but they're rarely going to prove anything. If you can't get past this, I don't know how you function in society other than staying home and working remotely, which, hey, you're entitled to do so long as you can support yourself. They say, if you have been fortunate enough to receive a COVID-19 vaccine, you also possess an essential essential high-tech tool for proving your immunity to others. Just kidding. It's a piece of cardstock. And the flimsy rectangle that all Americans get with their shots, doctors and pharmacists record dates of administration, vaccine type, and lot number. Some scrawl the information by hand with a pen. Others apply a pre-printed sticker. The cards offer no special marker to prove their authenticity, no scannable code to connect to a digital record, and three by four inches. They're even too awkwardly sized to fit in a wallet. A mid-century polio vaccine card doesn't look too different from today's COVID vaccine records distributed by the CDC to those administering the vaccines, these cards are supposed to help recipients get the correct second dose if needed and offer a personal record. Jason Schwartz, a Yale public health professor, told me, but they've taken on a considerably grander importance as pandemic restrictions have eased in the US, especially now that the CDC has okayed vaccinated people going maskless because of the only thing available to all Americans that show someone has been vaccinated. When you get a COVID-19 shot, The information goes into a digital record kept by the state where it was administered. And that's the end of the road. The CDC does not hold records of individual vaccinations, and the White House has indicated that it has no plans for a federal database. This setup has made things complicated for businesses, employers, universities, restaurants, concert halls, airlines, and other institutions that want to verify people's vaccination status as the country reopens. It's easy to say that customers, employees, or students need to be vaccinated. But it's much more difficult to check that someone really is. A few states have created or promised more technical vaccine passport systems, usually smartphone apps connected to the state databases. That could confirm people have been vaccinated against COVID. But many Republican led states, including Texas, Florida, and Arizona, have opposed or even banned the implementation of any sort of vaccine verification system, mostly citing government overreach. Let me just say there is likely no way you are going to be able to prove this. It was it was never going to be that we would just lock everything down permanently. It's about time that those in cities, people like Eric Swalwell and David Hogg and Rachel Maddow, just calm down and go back to normal living because there's nothing else you're going to be able to do about it. There's you can't. I mean, I suppose they'll call for, you know, uh, vaccine passports. USA W 9 says, here's how to prove you're vaccinated. Verify has everything you need to know about the little card that proves your status. That's right. When you get your second, when you get your vaccine, they give you a card. And then when you finish your second dose, you, it's filled out. And there you go. The FBI has said people who use the government seal to forge these things will be com- committing a crime, but not everyone's going to carry them around. And I also think it's kind of intrusive to even ask people for them. Perhaps you should just take solace in the fact that if you're vaccinated, you are safe. I mean, that was the point of the vaccine, right? I think the media is responsible for a lot of this stuff. I think they've driven a lot of these leftists off the rails and freaked them out. And I think a lot of them just want a virtue signal. It's a problem. You can't have a functioning society of people who aren't capable of, you know, the emotional maturity of living in a dangerous society. It will never be 100% safe. In this story from Becker's Hospital Review, they say 18 states with bans, limitations, and green lights. So here's a list of these states, all right? They say Arizona issued an executive order banning va- uh, passports. California is not pursuing any, man- any any vaccine passports. Connecticut hasn't issued a, uh, any guidance. They- they- they're still up in the air. Florida signed an executive order prohibiting vaccine passports. Jo- in Georgia, Brian Kemp tweeted opposition to any kind of s- uh, vaccine passport on Hawaii, They said the state is testing tech needed to support a vaccine passport. Idaho also banned. In Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, the governor, said he thinks a vaccination app would be useful but should not be mandatory. In Iowa, they've pledged the state will oppose passports. Louisiana has not decided. Montana said that they are prohibiting passports. Nebraska will not have passports. North Carolina says they are ending. uh, Actually, I think I have the tweet from uh, North Carolina. They are effective immediately as of 1.30 p.m. today. Lifting all mandatory capacity and gathering limits and most mandatory mask requirements. So that's it. They're not going to require a passport. Let's see. uh, I think we also have more. Pennsylvania may introduce a legislation that would ban passports. That's Pennsylvania. Tennessee said they oppose it. Texas opposes it. Utah said that they will block it. So across the board, it's likely not going to happen. You're going to have to just accept this. Democrats life will be returning to some kind of normal very soon. In fact, the National Review published an op ed saying the pandemic has it has ended based on CDC numbers in their opinion. And with the mask mandates now being ended for those that are vaccinated, this is it. It was always going to happen, wasn't it? I know a lot of people said that they a lot of people were saying the, the masks were going to be permanent. I'm not entirely convinced I don't think so. I know Democrats want it to be, but I just don't think it's going to be reasonable. And here we are. Interestingly, the Daily Mail reports, can we ditch masks or not? Mixed messages as Jill Biden wears one to DC event a day after Joe said vaccinated can lose them and Cuomo and Newsom say they'll ignore CDC advice
1: assistance help with flats lockouts and rental car options save 20% and get a free quote by visiting Carshield online at carshield.com/carlson don't wait for the next surprise choose peace of mind with Carshield go to carshield.com/carlson and save 20% today
0: the states are kind of breaking apart aren't they We're seeing that Texas and Florida and many other states lifted their lockdowns or never locked down in the first place. Joe Biden has told people what you can or can't do, but the blue states are ignoring him, not not all of them, but many of them, and red states ignored him from the get-go. It really does seem like we're on the verge of some kind of breaking apart, I guess. I don't know. Democrats believe wildly different things. They are tribalistic, and I guess that's just kind of segregating them from the right, who views them as liars or doesn't trust them. And that shows you that, I guess, the culture war is an untenable situation. I don't see how we bring factions back together when they're this bitterly divided. When Cuomo and Newsom say they're going to ignore the advice and the red states have already ignored the CDC guidelines, at what point do we recognize that the states are just not in alignment anymore? For the longest time in the U.S., It seems like there's been an ongoing civil war every four years for control of the federal government to impose their will on other states. Maybe we should knock that off. The problem is there's no border security between states. Here's what happens. In California, they are a sanctuary state, they say, and they incentivize illegal immigration. They say they'll offer health care to those who are 26 or under with free health care. They'll get more illegal immigration. These, illi- these, these immigrants, undocumented, authorized, illegal, whatever you want to call them, can then easily cross into any other state, which creates a problem for those other states if they oppose it on policy grounds or principal grounds, whatever. California, fine, you're entitled to do what you want, but that doesn't mean that Arizona has to be beholden to the results of what you're doing. Maybe Arizona then needs border security, but that's nuts because people, you can't do it, right? Well, here's what happens in California. Then the census happens and they get more congressional seats because of illegal immigrants who are living in the state, which gives them more electoral college power. I think even the Heritage Foundation says it's only one more vote, but that's significant. One electoral college vote. It still matters when when, when we're talking about 538. So now you have federal government, federal policy being changed because some states have rules that change the federal system. But they certainly have certainly there are other states that don't agree with that, in which case we're coming to a point where we're all fighting for control of the federal government to make the other states do what we want them to do. The left complains that a very small amount of the population, like 16 percent, is disproportionately represented in the Senate. Well, if you all got a problem with it, maybe there needs to be some kind of peaceful divorce, as many have stated, because if the Democrats want to keep wearing masks and the CDC at the federal level says you don't have to and they're still going to implement these things, well, I think they should be allowed to, and I don't think they should be able to dictate what West Virginia, Texas, Florida, or Montana is doing. But that's what's happening, isn't it? The federal system makes very little sense as we keep centralizing more and more power in the federal government. It makes no sense for the people who live in New York to pass laws in West Virginia. You don't want guns, guns in New York? Fine. I don't care. I don't live there, all right? I, know, I understand there's a constitution supposed to protect our rights, but fine. I don't live there. But this is, this is not what's happening. What's happening now is the states are being subjected to, to ways of living they don't want to be. How can you have people in New York City defying the CDC? What happens when they go and vote in Congress? And it's, it's, it's going to happen. You've got now in, in Congress this Marjorie Taylor staffer f- getting into an altercation with Swalwell because Swallow gets in his face. Clearly, these people don't want to live and work together. How does it make sense then? We can't have people who would defy The very system they've been supporting when it's tribalistically convenient, it should just prove to you that people, they don't agree, and maybe we can't function together this way and something needs to change. The media is a really good, well, I shouldn't say, I was going to say a really good indicator. When you look at Fox News or MSNBC, you can see the disparate realities. When you look at MSNBC and you see their reaction, they're in disbelief. They don't believe it. There was, I'm not sure if it was MSNBC or CNBC, but like this one woman jumps in the lap of another woman and it's like, y'all are weird. I don't know. I think there is an ecosystem of fringe conspiracy media that people, you know, who support Trump believe. But I think that's the exception, not the rule. I think regular people, center-right, conservative, moderate, disaffected liberals, have been reasonable reasonable about this the whole time. I've had tons of Trump supporters, conservatives, come on that Timcast IRL podcast who have gotten the vaccine. And they're like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I know, whatever. I don't care. And then there are a lot of people who post on forums that they're like very opposed to getting the vaccine, even though Trump's the one who got it done. You end up the left that won't take their mask off even when the CDC, you know what, man? Maybe peaceful divorce is the only thing that's going to happen because I don't see how we function in this way. I don't think... Anybody has a real solution other than the tensions between states will continue to escalate. Sanctuary policies will start popping up like two-way immigration, abortion, masks, whatever. And then eventually people are going to explode. Or maybe just falls apart and disintegrates. But whatever, man. YouTube might ban me for even talking about it. But hey, look, I'm just as confused as everybody else. That's the news. I read it. My opinion is based off of these NewsGuard-certified sources, so take it for what it is. I'll leave it there. Next segment is coming up tonight at 8 p.m. over at, at youtube.com slash timcast Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all then. There really are two different universes in the United States. This culture war, the factions, whatever you want to call it, from the Daily Mail. The crying news network strikes again. CNN host Allison Camerota chokes up on live TV over CDC news that Americans can finally ditch the mask. These people are not well. They live in a paranoid, delusional bubble of crazy conspiracy trash, Russian spies around every corner, and the great president that is Joe Biden. Okay, let me slow down a minute. She didn't burst out in tears, but she's welling up on the verge of crying. They call it the crying news network, and I say there's two different universes because, look, I follow the news, I understand that there's two different universes here, and uh, I don't know. I'm kind of chill about it. I get uh, obviously I get angry periodically with with certain things, like people getting arrested for you know selling coffee or something. But for the most part, when it comes to the masks and stuff, I'm like, eh, you know, like we're in it. It is what it is. What are you gonna do? Go cry about it? Apparently, the answer is yes for many of these people. They will go cry about it because Joe Biden came out with a powerful statement that led to the crying of Alison Camerota. Oh, actually, I should say it was the CDC. The CDC said that if you are vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask, with some exceptions. And those exceptions were basically everything, indoor events, restaurants, bars, planes, whatever. So they come on, they say this. You get people like Alison Camarota who don't pay attention to the real world bursting out and crying. I was reading a Twitter thread. Some woman was saying that there was a guy in like the line of a post office and the news came out about if you're vaccinated, you can take your mask off. So he takes his mask off and then everyone started freaking out. Like, what are you doing? Put your mask back on. And the guy was like, but you don't have to anymore because the CDC said, and they all started yelling. They didn't care. These people just want you to I don't know. It's like, it's like you're either, you have to be one of them, you know, one of us, one of us. So you must be wearing it, even though the CDC has said if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear it. Apparently then the post office said something like, no, you have to wear the mask. So I'll tell you this right now, YouTube. I don't know what you expect from me, okay? Because CDC says one thing. Texas says another thing. Maryland says something different. None of it makes sense. I don't even know what's going on at this point. So I'll just tell you the news, I suppose. And the news is, Man, CNN host Allison Cameron teared up on Thursday after the CDC revealed that vaccinated people no longer have to wear masks indoors and outdoors. You start looking at the actual stories and you realize it's not even true. But here's what we get. We get this from President Biden. Biden says the rule is now simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. The choice is yours. Well, there's those those aren't the only choices uh, where I live. They ended the mask <laughs> mandates uh, it, it, in much the same. so. Um. In Maryland and West Virginia, it's interesting, West Virginia announced an end to the mask mandates, which is coming up soon. And in Maryland, they already got rid of outdoor mask mandates. So even if you're not vaccinated, you still have to follow the exact same rules the CDC has already said, which is the stupidest thing ever, because I know that Maryland's got a a, a, a Republican for a governor, but it's a blue, blue state. Okay, it's right there by D.C. So here's how it works. My understanding is that in Maryland, indoor, you got to wear masks and all that stuff. Outdoors, you don't. And I have the article. I'll pull up the article and show you. But that's the CDC guideline. The CDC is is still saying that you've got to wear a mask. So I don't know what's really happening here. Biden put out another tweet where he said, Folks, if you're fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. The CDC does not say that. So what am I supposed to do? YouTube bans people for like misinformation. Well, the president said one thing. If the president is wrong, what am I supposed to say? If you're not vaccinated yet, go to vaccines.gov to get to find a shot and mask up until you're fully vaccinated. Sure. Look, I just tell everybody this every single time. Talk to your doctor. And if you don't, uh, if you're not your doctor and you're unsure, you can always get a second opinion. Don't get your don't get your medical advice from people who don't know you. You've got you've got these these people on TV like Fauci who are advocating people get get a medication that hasn't been advised to them by their doctor. And I, 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 I think it's insane. OK, it's absolutely insane but let me show you some stuff. I don't want to do a segment talking about or vaccines or whatever, like that's between you and your doctor. Okay. And I know, I know we already spent five minutes talking about it, but take a look at this. It's this from the New York post. Governor Cuomo says New York isn't ready to follow federal advice on going maskless. All right. So the CDC comes out and says, here are the rules. And New York says, no. I, I, don't, I don't know what, uh, what you expect. Joe Biden, you came out and said if people got vaccinated, they can take their masks off. New York said they can't. So clearly, and I mean, this is true always, you have no authority over what these states do with their medical uh, policies. What's the point of Biden coming out and doing anything? And what's the point of the CDC saying anything if the states are going to do their own thing? You look at Texas and Florida, they're completely reopened. The New York Post reports. Pandemic weary New Yorkers had their hopes deflated Thursday when Governor Andrew Cuomo said he wasn't ready to ease the state's mask mandate, even though the feds gave the green light for vaccinated Americans to finally show their faces and gather indoors again. In a late uh, afternoon statement, Cuomo said he and Health Commissioner Howard Zucker had yet to decide if the Empire State would adopt newly announced guidelines from the federal centers, uh, from the CDC. In New York, We have always relied on the facts and the science to guide us throughout the worst of this pandemic and in our successful reopening. We have received this newly revised guidance from the CDC regarding mask wearing and social distancing for those with vaccinations and are reviewing them in consultation with Dr. Zucker and our partners and health experts in surrounding states. I got to be honest, it's actually the responsible thing to do. Uh, I'll put it this way. If you live in New York and you like what Cuomo is doing, Not just blindly saying yes or no, you know, but going to the doctors, talking to your local, you know, experts and deciding what's right for your state. I actually think that makes the most sense. However, I think if they actually were following the science, they would have come to a much different conclusion uh, a long time ago. The point I'm getting to here for the most part is not I'm not trying to make a mask or vax argument. I'm trying to make a President Biden is a feckless and weak politician argument that matters to no one. When he came out a while ago and he, he was talking about, we're going to need new lockdowns if, if we can't get things under, under control. And I was like, Florida and Texas are completely reopened and many of these states never shut down. Who are you talking to? Are you talking to New York, I guess, or just D.C.? This is a decoupling, man. You look at a lot of these states declaring Second Amendment sanctuaries, pro-life sanctuaries. You got sanctuary cities and states already. And it really does seem like the power of the presidency is just nil the federal government is becoming weaker and weaker by the day. And this is another really good example. So what I mean to say to clarify, Cuomo, I am not a fan of. I, I, you know, but if he wants to talk to the people in his state, I think it makes more sense for his state. Now, you may not agree with his conclusion, but the point is, I'm, not, I'm saying that I don't think Joe Biden should be dictating what the states do. So it's up to them to decide. They say hours earlier, CDC director Rochelle Walensky said anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physically distancing, which is really interesting because we're getting reports now that indoors still have restrictions. President Biden called the development a great day for America, saying if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask and you can shake hands. All right. All right. I'm confused by a lot of this. All right. I am. I am genuinely confused. Check this out. Bill Maher tests positive for COVID after vaccination. No real time this week. I guess this is the first time Bill Maher has missed a, sh- a show because he tweeted something about going back to 1993. He's never missed an episode of Politically Incorrect or Real Time with Bill Maher. If he's vaccinated, he is, and he tests positive for COVID, he did. Why would they shut everything down? I don't understand. There, the CDC is saying you don't even got to wear masks anymore. So if you get vaccinated and you can still test positive, you can still catch COVID, then why shut the show down? What are, the, what are they concerned about? I, I don't understand. I, I genuinely mean that. I don't understand. Here's a story from NJ.com. They say the report, uh, which cites an HBO spokeswoman, says that Mar 65, who grew up in Rivervale, I don't care about that, is asymptomatic. They say he tested positive during weekly PCR testing for the show. Said he has never before missed an episode of his series across 19 seasons. The comedian and political commentator who has hosted Real Time, yeah, yeah, we get it. Thanks for wishing me well. Okay, so I guess that's the gist of it. I, I'm just genuinely, look, I'll put it this way. There is no unified understanding of what's supposed to happen right now. You can go to the CDC, but the problem is, even when Steven Crowder cited the CDC, they gave him a strike. They took his video down. I don't know if they, I think they gave him a strike for that. And even when you cite the CDC, New York state says no, and Texas says been there, done that. So I'm not entirely sure what, what guidance or anyone is following at this point. Joe Biden said, if you are vaxxed, you don't got to wear a mask. But now we're hearing that certain states are saying no, they already have restrictions in place, and the CDC even has re- certain restrictions. But this is interesting, I guess. I guess to, to clarify— the, what I read in one report was incorrect because the CDC put out this and they say fully vaccinated people, you can be indoor, highly intense exercise classes, indoor restaurants, sing in an out, in indoor chorus. I guess they're saying across the board, if you're vaccinated, you don't got to wear a mask anymore. If you take issue with this, I suppose, you know, we just go to Florida or Texas. He says you can even give each other a hug. First Lady Jill, Jill Biden celebrated by going maskless with actress Jennifer Garner during a visit to a vaccination site in West Virginia. We feel naked, she said before adding. I didn't mean it that way. West Virginia announced the, the, the end of their outdoor mask mandates, but I think they still have indoor ones. The interesting thing about West Virginia, though, is like nobody is following any of these rules. They say under state rules that were revised last month, fully vaccinated people <clears throat> can go maskless outdoors except in certain credit settings and venues. Masks are still required indoors regardless of vaccination status. That's West Virginia, I suppose. State Senator Jim Tedisco invoked the state's scandal over nursing home deaths. So this is, this is New York. I don't think anything this governor says about using experts in New York state is true, Tedisco says. He's working with people who are basically like working with Mo, Larry, and Curly. I'd follow the CDC guidelines anytime before following what the governor says. All right, so I should, I should try and just clarify again too. If the CDC comes out with the guidelines, I guess it's the best people can do. But if the states want to assess their own situations, I think that's the right thing. Now, again, you might not agree with New York State. I'm just saying them making sure that they're doing everything the way they want is the way it should be. Uh, Texas and Florida have done things the way they want. There's been a weird conundrum over the the issue of why COVID rates were going down in Texas and Florida, even though they completely reopened and got rid of all mask mandates. But uh I, I guess. I don't know. I guess. So here's what's interesting. You know, we're hearing all of this stuff about mask mandates. Last month, Oregon bucks the trend with a permanent rule. So I don't know where they're at now, but a lot of people have been pointing out that certain states are not going to follow CDC guidelines. The AP report on April 17th is mask mandates end. Oregon bucks trend with permanent rule. I want to stress one more time. Look, I, I, YouTube might take me down, give me a strike and suspend me, whatever, it's true. Because all the states are doing different things. And even though Joe Biden can come out and say these things, the states are even saying no to him. Like Cuomo literally said no to the president. I don't know what YouTube expects me to say, right? I don't know what YouTube, I don't know what they want. All right. Portland, Oregon, as states around the country lift COVID-19 restrictions, Oregon is poised to go the opposite direction. And many residents are fuming about it. A top health official is considering indefinitely extending rules requiring masks and social distancing in all businesses in the state. The proposal would keep the rules in place until they are no longer necessary to address the effects of the pandemic in the workplace. Michael Wood, administrator of the state's Department of Occupational Safety and Health, said the move is necessary to address a technicality in state law that requires a permanent rule to keep current restrictions from expiring. We're not out of the woods yet, he said, but the ideas prompted a flood of angry responses with everyone from parents to teachers to business owners and employees crying government overreach. Wood's agency received a record number of public comments, mostly critical, and nearly 60,000 residents signed a petition against the proposal. Opponents also are upset government officials won't say how low Oregon's COVID-19 case numbers must go or how many people would have to be vaccinated to get the requirements lifted in a state that's already had some of the nation's strictest safety measures. Quote, When will masks be unnecessary? What scientific studies do these mandates rely on, particularly now that the vaccine is days away from being available to everyone, said State Senator Kim Thatcher, a Republican from Kaiser near the state's capital. Businesses have had to play mask cop for the better part of a year now. They deserve some certainty on when they will no longer be threatened with fines. Wood said he is reviewing all of the feedback to see if changes are needed before he makes a final decision by May 4th when the current rules lapse. So I don't don't know where they're currently at. But you can certainly see that every step of the way, every policy put forward has been extended beyond what was first proposed. So, you know, they said 15 days to slow the spread. We all know how that went. Now, in certain states, many people are asking uh, have, been, have pointed out that they're going to be ignoring CDC guidelines. I'm just going to read this story because uh, I I don't I don't know what else to do. You know because. Who, who are we citing at this point? Joe Biden says one thing. I guess he's right. I guess the CDC is saying if you're vaccinated, you're, you're good to go. But no one's going to let you do it anyway. Like I mentioned in that in that one study, where do I need to wear a mask in D.C., Maryland, Virginia? I, I know it's only three states. You might not, you probably don't live in these states, but they point out that in D.C., for instance, not lifting the restrictions. D.C. says they're going to follow the CDC guidelines, but they're going to have to reassess and do something similar to what New York is doing. And I believe uh, Maryland also is saying the same things. Yes, we're going to follow the CDC guidelines. They're all basically saying we're not following what Joe
2: Biden is saying. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up
0: we're going to they're basically saying we're going to look into this and then decide if we will. Now, I'll tell you what's really funny about about all this in this in this tweet from President Biden when he said "vaxed or masked, there are a ton of people that are responding demanding vaccine passports or by saying you're wrong. And it's the weirdest thing. The top one says, I hope you have a plan to track people who are not vaxxed. Otherwise, no one will wear masks. This is scaring me. I guess when you see CNN host Alison Camerota crying on TV or, you know, the lowest level of crying, welling up and tearing, you can see that people are genuinely terrified. And it's, 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 you know, it's strange to me, I suppose. I guess if you don't pay attention to the news and you're only listening to what your friends tell you and you get your information from signs on doors, then you probably think the craziest thing in the world happened. And if you actually follow the news, you know that, you know, in a pandemic and You know, it was it was decently bad, but uh, the apocalypse, no, I will be okay. If you if you follow the news, then you understand why the CDC is saying you can take your masks off. If you don't follow the news, you're still scared and confused and you don't like hearing these things. You know, it's, it's really worrying to me that within these two universes, you have people who believe in freedom and people who believe in security. Benjamin Franklin famously said, "Those who would give up a little bit of those who would give up freedom for a little bit of security deserve neither and will lose both." I think that was Benjamin Franklin. It may be apocryphal. I don't know. The point is, there are many people who said freedom, right? And there are many people who said freedom, 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 and kind of like, well, hold on, man, you're like, freedom requires responsibility, so we're not just gonna go run around nude or something. No, like we we take responsibility for our communities, but we do, for the most part, believe in freedom and respecting the individual, which means you need to be responsible for yourself first and foremost, and you can't get angry that someone else doesn't want to to be responsible. So you can insult them and mock them all you want. And you can say you can't enter my business. That I think is fine. But now what we're seeing is a bunch of people saying I'm scared. So everyone else should lose their freedoms. And that's that's danger territory. Even when Joe Biden comes out, you have people being like, no, no, you, you can't do this. This next person tweeted in response to Joe Biden. How do I know someone at the next table without a mask is vaccinated? How does someone who needs to wear a mask trust that I'm vaccinated? Are you vaccinated, ma'am? Okay, take a look at this with Bill Maher. Bill Maher got the vaccine. He still got COVID, but he's doing fine. A lot of people are asking this question. If you can still catch COVID when you get the vaccine, why get it? Because what they've always said is that the vaccine eliminates the symptoms of COVID. So if you're vaccinated, you can still carry the virus, but you're not going to die, right? I, I, oh, I, I shouldn't say definitively, but they're basically saying it alleviates the symptoms. So Bill Maher is tweeting he feels absolutely fine, even though he tested positive. Uh, he, used, he took a PCR test. I, I don't know if those things are um, the best tests in the world, or whatever. It's the point is, that's what they've always said. They've not changed their, their stance on this. That's what they've always said. So these people genuinely don't understand because they don't follow the news. How do you know someone at the next table without a mask is vaccinated? You don't. It doesn't matter if you're vaccinated and you catch, catch it, you still can find, but you're not going to get symptoms. So why are you worried about whether or not someone else is or isn't? And that's the other thing, too, because you now have these these lefties demanding vaccine passports. It's like if, if everyone can still get it right, everyone can, I guess, because um, Bill Maher did. Then if some people choose not to get vaccinated, it's on them. And why should they be required to prove anything to you? Because you're going to be fine. You can still get it. I get that. But you won't get sick. What are you worried about? And if we reach herd immunity, 70 to 80 percent, whatever the federal government says, then why are they still pushing this so hard? I think we're doing good. I think this is a this is this is we should be in optimism. We should be hopeful. We should be, I guess, feeling good people are. Six Hexenhammer Hammer tweeted, I'm not going to wear one anyways. LOL. Look at this. This person tweeted bad advice. There are still people who are not vaccinated. Now, unvaccinated anti-maskers will be running around without masks and putting my high risk child in danger. Looks like looks like I'll be locking my family up again. Well, will get your family vaccinated. If if you're scared. Look, there are a lot of people who say they don't want to get vaccinated. And I'm like, you should be able to do whatever you want. I think you should talk to your doctor and figure out what's best for you. And there are people who are like, I'm scared of the virus. The vaccine is available. I think everybody is just turning everything into culture war, tribalism. I look at it this way, like the vaccine's a really, really good thing. Donald Trump accomplished this. If you don't like it, if you're skeptical, if you're whatever, okay, well, you're do your thing, I guess, whatever. And if you're someone who's scared, then thank you, Donald Trump. You should give the man a standing ovation because he got you this vaccine and now your family will be safe. I don't I don't see what the big deal is why these 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 uh, people on the left want other people to be like mandated to to get vaccines when they're going to be fine. Chill, bro. But it all it all boils down to the first story and, and why I started with the Allison Camerota thing. You can see the illogic crying over this stuff. Calm down, dude. Man, it's really, it's really hard to be hopeful and be optimistic when you, when you don't have strong, composed people leading you. You have people breaking down and crying. Jeez, whatever. Next segment's coming up, coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all then. Last week, Disney came under fire. After revelations about a new anti racism training for their employees. As most of you know, anti racism is just code for racism. Some people call it neo racism. But they basically bring people into rooms and tell them about why one race is bad or one race is good. And it is, in my opinion, a violation of equal employment laws. And you should probably file an EEOC complaint if you're ever in one of these training sessions. But I digress. The training was canceled. The latest update. Disney reportedly scrubs woke anti-racism training after backlash. Could it be the backlash that got Disney to back down on this training? Perhaps, but I don't think so. We also have this story from the New York Post. Check this out. Lucasfilm pushes fired Mandalorian star Gina Carano for Emmy nod. Whoa, May 10th. Whoa, this was before they canceled the woke training. Could it be that Disney realized they lost a lot of fans when they fired Gina Carano for doing nothing? She posted a tweet and said, don't demonize your neighbors, and they fired her for it. Maybe there was a backlash. Maybe something happened and Disney said, whoa, whoa, we got to stop doing this. Do you think they care when a bunch of conservatives go on Twitter and go, "Ah, rabble, rabble, rabble? No, they don't. And that's why it's taken this long. That's why Disney has continually done stupid, woke things. They don't care about what you think or your politics. The only thing they care about is the bottom line. Which brings me to the get woke, go broke, and the reason why you probably clicked this video. From bounding into comics, Disney revenues drop by over $600 million in the second quarter. And I, in my opinion, I think this is attributed to the overt wokeness. Every single time Disney does something, people tweet like I'm canceling my subscription. Now they have a ton of subscribers. They've gained a ton of subscribers. But the revenue is going down. Now, how could that be? They also increase the cost of subscriptions. It would seem that they are losing money, and it's likely because people don't like what they're doing. Have you guys seen Into the Spider-Verse, the Spider-Man movie with Miles Morales? It's a fun and good movie. People overwhelmingly enjoyed it. And the main character is Miles Morales, who is not Peter Parker. He's a different Spider-Man. And people like that stuff. But then you see a lot of the dumb things they do with woke trainings, with firing Gina Carano, with praising the the paramilitary group in in uh, in China, where they're keeping the Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps, and you're going to start seeing a lot of people say, "No, I don't want to watch this anymore." Then, surprise, surprise, May 14th, with the report of the revenue going down, we see in the past few days, in the past week, they've started making some, some changes. We, I don't know if they've rehired Gina Carano, but there's been some rumors. Maybe they're realizing they lost a lot of money by getting woke. They're going broke. Bounding into Comics reports. The Walt Disney Company recently released their second quarter earnings for fiscal year 2021, and they revealed their revenue dropped by over $600 million compared to the first quarter. Disney CEO Bob Chepek pre- prefaced the report saying, we're pleased to see more encouraging signs of recovery across our businesses, and we remain focused on ramping up our operations while also fueling long-term growth for the company. He added, this is clearly reflected in the reopening of our theme parks and resorts, inc- uh, increased production at our studios, the continued success of our streaming services, and the expansion of our unrivaled portfolio of multi-year sports rights deals for ESPN and ESPN+. Did you guys know that sports viewership is down across the board? people do not like wokeness in their sports and this of course will affect everything disney has to offer they say at the end of the first quarter disney reported they earned revenue totaling 16.249 billion dollars with 12.661 billion coming from disney media and entertainment distribution and 3.588 from disney parks experience and products in contrast their recently released second quarter numbers detail their total revenue for the quarter dropped to 15.6 billion the Disney media and entertainment distribution segment had, had revenue of $12.4 billion for the Disney Parks at You get the point. Now, here's the bad news. Get woke, go broke. Probably not the right way to phrase it at this point. It's a meme. I get it. It means you lose money when you embrace wokeness. Maybe what we should be saying is get woke, lose a little bit of your revenue. I mean, a decent amount, 600 million is a lot of money, but they made $15.6 billion. Do you think they really care in the long run? Probably not as much as you might hope. I'm sure there's a lot of anti-woke people, disaffected liberals, moderates, and conservatives who are cheering, laughing, saying, ha ha, take that, Disney. And I'm sure the people at Disney are sitting there and the one guy goes, oh, so revenue's down 600 million. That's not good. Uh, what, what do you think we should do? Well, maybe we pull back a little bit on the wokeness stuff, but uh, we'll be fine either way. So we'll simmer it down, maybe get rid of some of these trainings, bring back Gina Carano and see if we can't turn this around a little bit. I don't think they're sweating. I don't think they're crying. I don't think they care all that much, but enough to make changes. They say that means Disney's revenue decreased $636 million in the second quarter. Not only did they decline $636 million uh, from the first second quarter, but they declined over $2.4 billion from the second quarter of 2020. Okay, now I'll slow down. Now that's where they start getting scared. 2020 till now, things should have been way better. People were locked down. People were watching movies and shows on Disney+. Plus. The launch of Disney Plus and the expansion of its shows should have, made, should have been tons of, uh, should, have, should should mean good things for them. They say, while well, Disney's revenues overall declined between the first and second quarter, they did see gains in their direct-to-consumer segment, which includes Disney Plus. You see, now that's that's not get what go broke. Because a lot of people were canceling Disney Plus stuff. They still made money. In the first quarter, they posted $3.5 billion in the direct, direct-to-consumer segment. And in the second quarter, $3.9 billion. That means their direct to consumer segment saw an increase of 495 million but I will point out I'm sure when they're going through their numbers they probably see uh, actually let me let me let me rephrase it I have memberships on my website if you go to timcast.com you can become a member and get exclusive content it's not the same thing as Disney Plus because I'm nowhere near as large but we're building a website and I can see something every day we see the amount of members going up however sometimes it goes up slower because what's happening is in the back end People are canceling and some people are joining. And if 50 people cancel and 51 people become members, it just goes up by one. If you're not focused on the internal metrics, you wouldn't realize that. I'm not stupid and I do realize that. And so my question was like, hey, what's going on? And the reality is we have some, you know, we're, we're trying to build the site and we only launched a few four months ago and we were overwhelmed and kind of overloaded us. But we're improving it. So the numbers aren't improving. Disney might see revenue go up. Hey, $495 million, that's great. Should it have been $800? Did they lose a bunch of customers? They still make money. This is something you need to understand about get woke go broke. There's two things that people need to realize. From a simple perspective, a lot of people think that if you get woke, you just lose money. And that's not true. A lot of companies get woke and make tons of money. So get woke, go broke is not a law. It's just something people say when they point out when money is lost. Disney did lose money across the board, probably because of wokeness to a certain degree, but they're still making money in other areas, and some of, their other, some of the other areas of their business are still going up. The reason why I think wokeness plays a role in some of their uh, money loss is the changes they make at their companies, trying to avoid backlash. They lose customers. But there's, there's a couple things. One, sometimes it's get broke, go woke. Sometimes companies start losing money, and they panic and say, what do we do? Let's try wokeness. Maybe we can go after this market share and increase the amount of money we make. It doesn't always work. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it backfires horribly and they just get broker. And sometimes when you say get woke, go broke, here's the other thing. They're not getting broke. They're not making as much money. So right now, here's what I see. Disney's losing money. Wokeness is a problem for them. People are canceling on them. They know it. They're still gaining in some of these areas. But they're probably like, we could have made a million dollars yesterday. Instead, we only made 700000 They still made a lot of money. They could have made more in the end. It is good news for the woke, I suppose, because Disney can absorb these losses. And I suppose there's still some good news for the anti-woke, because at least they're probably cognizant of the fact they lose money and they don't want to. They're going to say, Disney Plus reported a bunch of growth, blah, blah, blah. Well, they did see increased numbers, albeit a slower rate, they also had a decrease in the average monthly revenue paid per subscriber in the first quarter, even though the decline came amid an increase from $6.99 to seven ninety nine dollars 99 per month in March, which is interesting. They increased the amount of costs. They ended up losing money. Now let me show you this story. This is what's triggering a bunch of, of anger. It's from May 8th. Disney goes woke with new anti-racist agenda for employees. They say, it's a woke world after all from the New York Post. Disney is pushing critical race theory on employees through a new plan called Reimagine Tomorrow urging workers to recognize their white privilege in a battery of training modules on topics such as systemic racism and white fragility, according to internal documents obtained by City Journal's Christopher Rufo. Staffers are told to reject equality for equity and must reflect on America's racist infrastructure and think carefully about whether or not their wealth is derived from racism, according to the documents. In one anti-racism training course called Allyship for Race Consciousness Workers are taught that the U.S. has a long history of systemic racism and transphobia and told they must take ownership of educating yourself about structural anti-Black racism. Staffers should not rely on your Black colleagues to educate you, which is emotionally taxing. Disney recommends its staffers hit the books, suggesting one essay that encourages parents to commit raising race consciousness in their children and which teaches that even babies discriminate. It's an amazing thing, isn't it? The opposite of Dr. King's dream and telling white people to become racist. Brilliant, right? No, it's psychotic and insane. It's at the far left turn by the house of Mickey Mouse has led to sky high tensions. But staffers are terrified about speaking out against the ideology. Multiple employees told City Journal, quote, there are almost daily memos suggesting readings, panels and seminars that are all centered around anti-racism. The company is completely ideologically one-sided and actively discourages Christian or conservative workers from speaking their mind, the worker said. I attended several training sessions at the beginning just to see what the temperature of the discussion would be and to gauge if I would be able to bring up my own objections in a safe way. Safe meaning for my career. And I've continually gotten the unspoken answer, no, the employee told the outlet. It's been very stifling to feel like everyone keeps talking about having open dialogue and compassionate conversations. But when it comes down to it, I know if I said one thing that was truthful based on data, or even just based on my own personal experience, it would actually be rather unwelcomed. The company has also backed a 21-day racial equity and social justice challenge day, where participants are told they, they all been raised in a society that elevates white culture over others. Okay, many people may be saying, Tim, what can we do? What can I do? If you work for Disney, do not be afraid. You have no reason to publicly speak out about your experiences. You need only go to the EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, and file a complaint about racial discrimination. And if you all went and did it, this would be over in two seconds. You cannot make someone attend a training where you chastise their race or say things about race, discriminate on the basis of race. Now, of course, you may encounter people at the EEOC who are also woke and, that, woke, and that's the problem of the expansion of the cult into the government. So all I can say is, if it were me, and I was in one of these trainings, as most of you know, I coming from a, a mixed race family, would take objection to literally anything they said. And I'll give you some examples. If there's a race training meeting and they say, we're going to be talking about white privilege, I would say, excuse me, Are we actually going to be talking about ending racism by centering the whole discussion about white people? Did you bring me in here so you can talk about how your culture does this, that, or otherwise? How about we have positive discussions about other cultures and other races, and we don't let you push your white supremacy on us? You see, the problem with their ideology is that no matter what they say, the rules are broken. That's kind of the point. It's a divide and conquer strategy. But how can these organizations hold an actual meeting talking about white supremacy if the meeting itself is white supremacist? As you know, everything basically is, right? So how about this? Think about it. If they start talking about white privilege, they have just created a conversation, a meeting, where they have brought everyone in to learn about whiteness by their own logic. That's basically a Klan rally. So you should just object and say, I do not want to hear about white people. That is racist. We shouldn't be forced to listen to you talk about white people. Why don't you talk about black and brown people? Well, that would be disruptive to their trainings, and it would be disruptive because they need to talk about white privilege and white people. And if they can't, well, they might argue, no, 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 we're addressing their racism. Think about it for two seconds, because you can argue this ad nauseum, taking a bunch of minorities Putting them in a room and educating them on what white people do is basically a Klan rally. Sorry, don't want to hear it. If they're going to play these games, the only thing you need to understand is, I guess, the rules for radicals. If these are the rules they want you to abide by, then abide by them. Now, I guess some people, you know, you're not all mixed race. I get it. For me, that's leverage. I can just be like, No, nah, I'm not going to hear it. I'm not going to listen to you. It's 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 your white privilege. Now. I think no matter what they say, you'll always find a way to cancel them. It's exactly what they do on Twitter. No matter what you say, women, sorry, it's offensive. It's not inclusive. Wimixin. oh, I'm sorry. Wimixin is not inclusive because it changes the word women and trans women are women. You see the point? No matter what is said, there's always something offensive. That's what you need to consider. Anyway, I digress. It backfired. Disney has scrubbed the woke anti-racism training. New York Post reports Disney has re- re- reportedly deleted its diversity and inclusion training following a backlash about it becoming the wokest place on earth. The webpage that previously carried the much maligned internal training documents was down this week, replaced with pardon our pixie dust message, according to Christopher Rufo. If you go to the EEOC and file a labor complaint, you will probably win in many places. Now, of course, you might go to the EEOC and someone who works there is woke. And then I don't know you're in trouble. But if they tell you white people do this, that or otherwise, I'm sorry, that's discrimination. Or how about if they do? Here's where it goes both ways again. Let's say this. Let's say they have a training and they say it's required. Everyone has to go. And you say, I will not attend this. If they retaliate in any way, If in any way you feel like they retaliated, just tell your personal feelings. Well, then no matter what they did, it was racist. If you're a white person and they have a training where they start smearing white privilege, you know, start talking about white privilege and white supremacy and all that stuff, and you refuse to go, well, you could claim that it was racist because they were disparaging you on the basis of your race and disparaging people of your race. And you didn't want to be forced to go to a meeting where they would deride you. And that's racist. You can file a complaint. Let's say you're not white. Well, they wanted you to go to a meeting where it was centered around white people and white culture, and you felt that that was racist to, to force people to hear the message of what the white progressive you know, people think is racist. If they punish you for not attending a training based on race, they are responsible. Consider that. Christopher Rufo tweeted, winning. Disney has removed its entire anti-racism program from the company's internal portal effectively scrubbing it out of existence. This is a major victory in the war against woke capital, he said, noting a significant backlash from the public. Disney was peddling the most toxic elements of critical race theory, and my reporting led to immediate changes within the company. This is great news. Good job, Christopher Rufo. His screenshot, however, showed that the page was currently under technical maintenance for 72 hours, with some of Rufo's followers suggesting it was being tweaked or rebranded. Sure, he said possibly, but small victories start to add up. We've set the precedent and forced a $329 billion company to back down. It was not immediately clear if the page, which is only accessible to staff, was back online Thursday after Rufo's tweet. Disney did not respond to the post's request for comment. Staffers have been bombarded with the training, which we know about. My friends, you must fight back. You see, what they do is they'll go to the government, they'll file lawsuits, they'll file complaints, and the woke do this and they win. What did someone say? It might have been Jesse Kelly that's conservatives lost the culture war because, or I'm sorry, liberals won the culture war because they were the only one fighting it. That's true. How many conservatives are going out and actually fighting back? Did you know fast growing trees is the biggest online nursery in the US with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the US? They have everything you could possibly want like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, At checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Well, there was James Damore, Remember him? He settled. I don't know what happened in that regard, but I guess he didn't win. There are very few people like Jody Shaw from Smith College. She's fighting back. They made her go to these whiteness trainings, and so she filed an EOC complaint. Bravo. Brilliant. Excellent work. So what are you doing when you have a job and they say, we want to put racist imagery on the walls? If you've got any posters talking about anti-racism or anything like that, accuse them of racism. Demand it be removed. And what are they going to do? Fire you? Then you need to stand up and stop woke capital. These big businesses are scared. And I'll tell you a lot of what this is. These companies know you won't fight back. They know you won't complain. That's why they do it. They're only getting pressure from the far left. And because of that, they're going to keep moving to the far left. That's, that's where the opposition is. And that's what they need to stop. That's where they'll go. What happens if every regular person just said, nah, and started pushing back? There's not enough woke people. You see, here's the problem. I think like 11% of the country is woke, right? You'd think it was worse than that. And they use this. They claim there's very few people actually saying these things. Yes, and they're in government, and they're at the New York Times, and they're in colleges, and they're in Disney. They have positions of power. Because of this, there are a lot of people who are scared to say anything and speak out. You know, if if you are someone of influence, a celebrity, an actor, many people who have spoken to me privately on the phone and you do nothing, then you are condemning your children and the rest of us. With great power comes great responsibility. But I don't want to lose my job. Okay, then you don't deserve it. If you would give up freedom for security, then you will lose. You deserve neither and you will lose both. It is time when you see these companies doing these things, you stand up, you speak up and you tell them no. In fact, if it were me and they announced they were going to be doing anti-racism training, I would privately go to one of the higher ups and say outright, I am going to be filing a lawsuit, an EEOC complaint against you for racism if you do this. And then what? What are they going to do? And say, and I will also go to everyone else. And I'll tell you this, I will go to the National Labor Relations Board and I will seek the filing, a union filing. I will get the cards and I will go and get everyone to sign up to join a union to reject racism. How about that? See what they do. If they try to fire you because you talk about unionizing then they're in serious trouble. If they try to fire you because you complained about racism, they're in serious trouble. And don't forget, racism is in the eye of the beholder. We learned that from the woke. Now, they'll say things like, my boss made racist comments. Well, what were those comments? I don't want to repeat them, and you can't make me because they were disgusting and despicable. You see the game? Don't stand up for it. Either way, it seems like Disney is being pressured, and as long as the pressure stays on, they might make changes. So I guess keep it up. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. over at youtube.com slash Timcast. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all then.